Hello everyone, welcome to Vention, where people find passions and passions find people. Today, we have on a good, awesome guest um, who just randomly walked up to me and started talking, which I highly encourage to all those that see this anywhere. Um, yeah, uh, his name is Logan Lewis, and without further ado, a three, two, one. So, Logan. Yeah. You just walked up here. I walked up here. Super cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so, you just expected me to just say no. Yeah. I mean, you're set up in the middle of GCBC, which is the coffee company here on campus. Uh-huh. And um, it's kind of a noisy space. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, what is this guy doing? Like, he's got all this expensive gear, but he sets up right under the speaker. <laughs> Like, I thought that was so funny. And so um, I was like, this, like, looks interesting. And he seems to be, like, talking to people and stuff. So um, I walked up, and sure enough, you said, yes, you're so kind. Um, Told me about what it is that you have people on that are passionate about things, and they talk about what they're passionate about. And so I was like, dude, I'm all in. And when you asked me what I'm passionate about, the first thing I thought about was fashion. um, Because that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's something I talk about. I spend a lot of time looking at things and all sorts of stuff. Super Um, cool. Yeah. So I think I was kind of thinking before I got on this podcast, like what the story of how I got into fashion was. And I think it actually comes from video games, like playing video games at an early age. um, I remember playing like Club Penguin and all sorts of RPGs like that, like spending all the in-game currency like on my outfits and stuff to make mm. sure that I had the coolest character. Your igloo didn't care. Yeah, igloo was igloo. a total trap house. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I had like the coolest outfits on. Oh, yeah. And always changing them too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's hilarious. I would not, because you said uh, the moment that you said uh, video games, like my head was just like reeling it of all these different video games and clothes and outfits and stuff. Yeah. I would have never guessed Club Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did yeah. not expect that to come out of your mouth. Yeah. I was like, that's hilarious. I remember playing that in like third and fourth grade. Roblox. No, not on Roblox. I was on Minecraft, though, and you could change ah, the skins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Didn't have to pay for those, though. No, it was fun. You could like get them on your phone and stuff and put them in the game. So funny. Yeah. And so then in sixth grade, um, I remember getting my first Nike running shoes. They were black and red. Um, I think they were called like the Revolution 5s. And they were $60. And my mom bought them for me. And come home with, coming home with $60 shoes, um, I'm like, Dad, I got Nikes. And he was like, how much were they? It was like 60 bucks. And he's like, what? Like, he looks at them and he's like, what the heck? Like, $60 shoes? Um, and so that's so funny to me, um, looking back at it. And so I remember just, like, loving that shoe and loving everything about it. And it wasn't a special shoe in any way, but it was to me because it was my first pair of Nikes that I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I played basketball all through elementary, junior high, and high school. Um, And something that's really really big in basketball culture is the footwear, the sneakers, right? So NBA players have signature sneakers that you can buy and look just like the NBA players on the court. So obviously you're going to want to get like their newest shoe. Did you know Jerry Colangelo, I heard, uh, did the first contract okay. with, uh, with a player. Got you. Yeah, um, he was a big NBA guy. I don't really know much about the history of Jerry Colangelo. Yeah, but the first, uh, I I probably couldn't tell you who the very first, uh, may have been Michael Jordan, but yeah. the very first p- player that had a shoe brand yeah. like okay. that connected to them, that um, was through Jerry Colangelo. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but I think Converse started, because I remember Magic Bird, or Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, both had Converse signature shoes that that uh, came before the Jordan one. So I don't know the timeline on that, but yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And yeah, for all of you that don't know, Jerry Colangelo at Grand Canyon University is the uh, head of the business college. Okay. Um, yeah. He, he owns the business college. So uh, the Jerry Colangelo building mm-hmm. is is the one that I'm frequenting in my business. Got you. College. Okay. Uh, I'm have- an entrepreneurial studies major. Okay, awesome. They have a statue of him outside the arena. Yeah. And uh, we've always made jokes that, like, we could, like, bow down to him. Like, it's his, like, <laughs> statue, like, <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar or something. So And they funny. just put up uh, crosses. 
Yes. Like three, three crosses, like right next to it. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, pick your poison, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like Christians, you get this. Atheists, you get Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So going off the basketball shoe story, mm-hmm. um, I remember uh, looking up in class, cool basketball shoes on Google images <laughs> um, and just seeing, and just like scrolling through Google images of cool basketball shoes. And um, for anyone who's in the sneakers that's listening right now, the first uh, shoe that basketball shoe that like really inspired me was the Kobe nine, the LeBron 11 and the KD six. That was the line of shoes that came out that year for the holiday season. And seeing that was just is, like blowing my mind is, is that the year? Yeah. So, um, so the six, it's the sixth signature model. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so um, they have multiple takes. Yeah. So are they, like, are they yearly? They are usually yearly. Yes. Okay. Um, so there's like the Jordan one, the Jordan two, the oh, Jordan okay, three, you. and they're on the thirty four or thirty five right now. Do they look fairly similar? No, Between they usually models? change. Um, some of them will be similar, like the eight and nine might look kind of similar uh-huh. um, if the player really liked it and uh-huh. didn't want to change it. But obviously, they got to release something new. Um, but a lot of times, they'll like drastically change. Hmm. Um, and so LeBron, Kobe, and Kevin Durant had sign- Nike signature shoes that were really big. Um, and so junior high was all just about basketball sneakers and I love the loudest basketball shoes, like the most colorful, Yeah. because if you're going to spend $150 on basketball shoes, I want everyone to know mm-hmm. in the gym that I've got the $150 basketball yeah. shoes, you know what I mean? Um, and so that sparked fashion. I remember in junior high, um, I was like, okay, like shoes, are awesome, but they only look as good as the pants you put with them or the yeah, outfit that yeah. you wear. Um, and so junior high, I started like experimenting with fashion and just wore the worst things. Like um, they were fine at the time, but looking back, like they were so <laughs> trendy and hideous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then freshman year, I remember um, Jerry Lorenzo and Fear of God, which was um, this streetwear brand in 2016 that came on the scene and had a massive impact and Kanye West, you're familiar with Kanye West, yeah, yeah. right? Um, he's kind of like the he most- He was almost president. Yeah, he was almost president, right? He yeah. just he just missed the mark. <laughs> um, it was rigged. Yeah. No, <laughs> Kanye West, oh, that presidential candidate guy, oh, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he does music too? Didn't even know. What? <laughs> yeah, and so he's like really highly regarded in fashion and I'll use the term like streetwear and that's kind of the term for just like everyday clothes. Um, streetwear mm-hmm. is what yeah, yeah, you would yeah. wear to class or what you would wear on the street. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wear it in the street. Um, and then there's, you know, all sorts of subcategories for fashion. The deeper I go into it, the the crazier it gets. It's so interesting. What What do you think is your subcategory? Oh, that's, that's a great question um, because I can never really pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, you look on campus and you see like the word is like granola. Have you heard this term before? Not in fashion. Yeah. So the term granola is associated with like people from Colorado or from like Wyoming. And they're typically wearing like the Chacos. They wear like uh, all these brands that are outdoor specific. Uh-huh. Um, you'll see a lot of Patagonia, yep. like the Patagonia hat I'm wearing. Um, just all sorts of stuff like that. North and then, face. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, um, it's really interesting because it's such a, a school of like diverse culture of where people are from in the U.S. Um, seeing how their fashion reflects that, ah. um, and so you'll be like, "Oh, that guy like grew up in a mountain town, or that guy is from like California from the beach." Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm from. I'm from California, the Central Valley. Um, I'm from Fresno, and it's about two hours from the beach, um, and it's a farm town in the Central Valley, and uh, so, like, I can pick any, like, if I wanted to wear, like, mountainous yeah, stuff, yeah. I would fit in because Yosemite's right there. But wanted to wear, like, beach stuff, like, you can surf two hours away. Yeah. Um, and so I never really pick, uh, like, a subcategory. Like, I like how you asked that. Um, I never really stick to one uh, because that's not very fun. Yeah, yeah You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's always fun Diversity. to yeah, experiment with different sorts of pants and shorts and shirts and stuff. Totally. And all sorts of different brands. So, yeah. Yeah, like, coming from somebody who isn't in the fashion world, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, get, I guess, like, it, it is really interesting to think about um, 
that there are so many subcategories. Yeah. And that people are extremely del do uh extremely dived yeah. in do dove in yeah. uh, to these um subcategories but don't necessarily re recognize it. And, right. And it, are there names for pretty much all of them? I mean, you could like associate names with them, but there's like massive cultures behind um, what kind of clothes you wear. For example, like in the basketball world, basketball is primarily associated with sneakers and hip hop music, in yeah. my opinion, and celebrities and big names and stuff. Mm -hmm. And right now, hip hop acts and rappers are the biggest thing in music right now. Like, this, like not to go into a music rant, but like pop music is rap music right yeah. now. Because if you look at the top charts, it's all hip hop music. Mm -hmm. And so like with hip hop, you get a lot of culture um, as far as basketball and sneakers go that are specific to it. And like if you want to dress like your favorite rapper or your basketball player, they probably dress the same. Because basketball players won't be rappers, rappers won't be basketball players. Yeah. And so these things go hand in hand. And so that's just like something for that. And so, you know, you see someone wearing a certain type of shoes, you're like, oh, they listen to Travis Scott or they, you know, like this basketball team or whatever. Yeah. And so it's funny all the things that you can um, learn about on. people just by what they're wearing. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so all the, like the subtle the very yeah, subtle, the things. subtle things. And my favorite thing about fashion is the brands where it's like, if you know, you know. So it's like these niche brands that are really expensive, but the reason why they're so expensive is not because they're a big name brand, but because there's a lot of care and detail that goes into making the product. Mm -hmm. um, what I've, are some examples? Yeah, so I've recently gotten into um, Japanese streetwear, and I always like disregarded it because I thought, I associated Japanese streetwear with like anime, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but there's actually like, they're making just the coolest coats and the coolest um, fabrics and really materials. Yeah. So the two brands I've been really into are Capital and Biswim. Um, and I don't want to say they're Japanese. They're Asian. Mm -hmm. um, but they're doing really good stuff. And they're making these incredible coats. They're dyeing these garments for, like, extended periods of time using all these Asian techniques. Stuff that you never see in America because yeah. America is all about fast fashion right now. Yeah, yeah. Pushing out... Um, I'm writing a paper right on this for English right now, but people like H&M and Zara um, will push out trends. Yeah, trends as fast as they possibly can so that they're always relevant and in the zeitgeist. And so mm -hmm. they'll push out like eight to ten new um, collections or new designs per week, like which is crazy yeah. because the big um, the big fashion brands like the designer, like catwalk stuff, they'll do fall, winter and spring, summer. Mm -hmm. And so it's like these are the clothes you wear in spring, summer, and these are the clothes you wear for fall, winter. And people like H&M and Zara are like, this is what you're wearing today. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, what they're doing is actually really harmful to the environment because a yeah, large yeah, – yeah, yeah. this all ends up in landfills and mm -hmm. doesn't decompose very well because it's made of, like, plastics and stuff. It's horrible quality. Um, they use unethical practices as far as their employees, like – they don't pay them. They're made in sweatshops, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're ripping off designers who work really hard to create something original and unique. Um, and then it's just being ripped off and sold for 20 bucks. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's even there's even this trend of uh, companies that will subscription-based. Okay, yeah. And they'll, they'll send it to you. Um, weekly monthly yeah but they literally their marketing strategy is literally saying like oh what can i wear today Interesting. this is what we'll yeah. we'll send you mm -hmm. and um i'm not sure if that's successful and i'm not sure if people like indulge in that specifically but it is that whole thing where as fast as and as many as we want you don't they their whole strategy was pushing you don't have to wear the same thing twice Oh, I hate that. I yeah. hate that so much. I think that, um, you know, you gain so much character and a pe like I'm all for buying a more expensive thing that, you know, you're just going to wear and wear for yeah. years. Like if yeah. you've stopped growing and you're not losing weight or gaining any weight, um, buy a really expensive pair of pants that'll go with a lot of things and just like keep wearing them and keep wearing them. Yeah. John Mayer was talking about, um, there's certain character in boots that like, cause boots are different than sneakers and that like 
you know, they really form to your foot. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain character and wear that you only get with them after wearing them for months and months and months every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's with um, Birkenstocks? Yeah, Birkenstocks. I recently got a pair. Yeah. Um, the sole forms right to your foot. It's so sick. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a pair? Uh, no, but uh, yeah. surprisingly, my mom and I have very close feet. <laughs> yeah. Because like, you slip them on, yeah. you're like, wow, that's pretty comfortable. Yeah, so it like totally shapes into your footprint there. I love wearing Birkenstocks. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, there was like this uh, interesting uh, uh, pair of pants that it grew when you grew. Okay. And it was like it was like it's it was like an accordion looking thing. Okay. And so literally sure. they have like the same pair on like a baby yeah. as it is like on an adult. And it's more of just like a concept idea. Right. Yeah. But but it was a completely like just to kind of like uh just like indulge that thought of what if there's other options to fast fashion. And I've seen people do that with shoes, um, and they're all just kind of conceptual. They never really yeah. make it. Yeah. into like what people actually wear yeah but yeah uh it, it's good in theory but yeah then people won't buy it right it's it's a good idea but it probably doesn't look good and your favorite celebrities definitely aren't wearing it yeah um and so that's what controls really what everyone in this room is wearing to an extent is what celebrities what musicians, what actors are wearing mm -hmm. um and they might not know it they might not be like, Oh, I get my style from Justin Bieber, but it's like a trickle down effect. You know yeah. what I mean? And even Justin Bieber gets his style from somewhere. Yeah. It's not completely original. Totally. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Funny, uh, funny. Uh, I mentioned that I wasn't into fashion yeah. and I, I wouldn't consider myself into fashion, but it was a fun project. Uh huh. Um, do you know of Lopreme? Yes, I do know of Lopreme. Are you the man I behind Lopreme? Lopreme? No way. I saw the, is that a Husky case? Yeah, I saw the Lopreme sticker yeah. there. So you're familiar with Supreme. Yes. And how they took off. It's the craziest yeah. story, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, but, but against the lines of what you're saying with uh, like the Asian market and stuff like that, where yeah. it's specifically like tailored and time consuming, stuff like that. Supreme is the complete opposite where the most basic no matter yeah. if it took two cents to 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 buy a hoodie, yeah, and not even a penny to print it, like, yeah, it's 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 unfathomable how much percentage overhead they've created. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like just literally being able to 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 press the zero button one more time, yeah, and just be like, all right, then we'll sell it at that. Yeah, and from a business standpoint, they are so successful. I could oh, talk about extremely. Supreme. Yeah, I could talk about Supreme for forever. They have the most iconic, like recognizable brand, yeah. and they've just knocked it out of the park. They started as just like a low-key skate brand yeah. for the kids in their city, and now they're international doing collabs from, you know, like Stratocaster guitars to Yamaha, like dirt bikes. Like mm -hmm. they've got everything Supreme. Yeah. Like Supreme has done it. Like you think of it, Supreme has done a collab with it with something. They have yeah. like bouncy balls, baseball Patagonia. Bats. They haven't done Patagonia. It's actually. Oh, no, it was North Face. Yeah. They do North Face a lot. The, <laughs> there's this really funny thing where they actually ripped off the Patagonia label and faced a massive lawsuit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, think that I mean. that may have been what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, Supreme and North Face do a lot together, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. actually just got purchased by the parent company who owns North Face. Hey. Um, so we'll see cool. more, and I think Timberland as well. So we'll see a lot more of Supreme and North Face stuff. But um, so, like, I guess my initial thought was because Supreme was something that was so fast, sure. so quick. Um, I guess to outsiders, that would appear to be fast fashion. But you would probably argue against that because it's substantially going this long with the same look. Yeah. So I think for fast fashion, the biggest thing that's like why it's such a bad thing is like the ethical practices okay, and yeah, yeah. whether it's all ending up in landfills. So like H&M, Zara, Topshop, like these people are are massive like offenders of this because mm. um, they don't give a crap. Um, but Supreme actually does give a crap, I think, a lot of times. So, so trend like fast trending doesn't associate have to associate with fast fashion. Right. Yeah, I think fast fashion is mostly just associated with the negative connotation yeah. of it and pushing it out so much. Um, 
I would kind of assume, just as an outsider's perspective, yeah. I would assume people kind of d misinterpret that. Yeah, um, and that it's whatever whatever's yeah. most trendy and whatever's most um, like, because Supreme appeared to everybody that was not in the skater culture. Yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. It was like right. in the middle of the night. Yeah, so I would assume that a majority of those people would associate companies like these that are like overnight mm -hmm. quote unquote successes. Yeah, they would assume that as fast fashion. Yeah, but you're according to your definition. Uh, or according to the definition, right? Um, it's it's more underlying things. It doesn't necessarily have to be the trending trendiness of something, but as far as um, the practices behind it. Yeah, I think that's really, and I hate unoriginality. And now low premium, I'm not coming at low premium oh, no. because yeah, that totally. was just like a joke that only GCU people get. Yeah. But like, um, kind of going off the same thing you did, like you'll go to Tilly's and there'll be this random brand that like does the Supreme box logo, but it says like sexy in it. Oh yeah. And so it's like, I just hate this unoriginality and like capitalizing off of other people's yeah. ideas is criminal. Yeah. Um, and so it like totally bothers me. Yeah. Um, and whenever I see people wearing it, I'm like, really? Like that's what you chose to wear? I, I always had, I always had like a, um, I, I always had like a fear over my shoulder, like a, a miniature fear over my shoulder being like, Supreme's going to sue me. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, yeah. people are going to get mad at me. And, and, and I always had that thought. But then also I was thinking like how many millions, like if not tens of millions of dollars are literally like the street owners in uh, Paris or street yeah. owners in China, like all these people just literally will sell straight up mock-ups. This counterfeit stuff. Straight yeah. up counterfeit. Oh, it's wild. And they're not going to sell it at the counterfeited price. They're going to sell it at the original price. Yeah, the fake market was something that was really popular a few years ago. Like when you would get like a new pair of Jordan 1s or like um, a Yeezy, like a Kanye yeah. West shoe. Um, it was so popular to try and like see... Um, if other people were wearing fakes that you could like call yeah. them out on it and it's it like was four stitching yeah gear. Yeah, it was kind of dirty too Like when when someone would get a new pair of shoes instead of like being like oh those are sick You would just assume they're fake Yeah, and you'd be like trying to like pick out the details and stuff and everyone was guilty of this Yeah, and like there was this account called Yeezy Busta that would repost celebrities wearing fake Yeezys And it was just like this like really gross culture of yeah. like um, It was kind of like cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, you know, in the sneaker world. <laughs> yeah. So, huh. so um, sneakers and fashion have always been something I've been hugely into. Um, and I don't like, I often criticize other people's outfits, but I don't criticize them if they're like, and for lack of better words, don't care. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if they're trying to like look good and like you can tell look cool yeah you could tell and i could be like really like you chose the amiri like ripped jeans like those are so bad but it you know it's just stuff like that um but if they're not trying i don't care mm -hmm. like i mean i don't assume that you're trying to impress any well okay that sounds hey. so mean hey. that sounds so mean <laughs> i i don't assume that you're trying to like this is a 300 dollars <laughs> van yes but you know, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, it's I, like, I, totally. Yeah. You're not like super invested into it. No. And that's okay. Like, that's However, totally I will deck out in low premium gear. Yes, of course. And I expect you to because that is your, <laughs> your brand. Yeah. Yeah. That was completely a joke. And it was fun joke. Yeah. Um, because it was, people totally understand the niche where it was coming from. And it was so distinguished. Yeah. It's not like right. a like a like a questionable like um okay, I kind of see where you're coming from. Like yeah. like like I I guarantee people get trapped between subcultures. Yeah. Um cuz like what you were saying like like with California and stuff, like you can't necessarily I mean, there are people that do it, but it's really difficult to match the mountaineer and the beach bum. Yeah. Like to put those together, I'm sure is extremely difficult. So any company that that specializes between sub cult sub niches yeah is probably very difficult yeah and so you're saying just like supremes in every corner no i'm saying yeah. i'm saying like, okay i'm saying like um like if you're between sub subsections is which is what i'm saying is like i would say it'd be very difficult to do but low preem is between those subsections yeah but we're literally like 
so encapsulated on campus, being a, like a gated campus, and that yeah. everybody understood it. That to anybody else, it's like obscure, but to <laughs> yeah. us, it like hit so perfectly. No, I think you actually nailed it on the head with the Lopreme. It's so recognizable, and there's so much school spirit around. Yeah, you know Tim Griffin and Brian Mueller and all the GCU legends. Yeah, and so with the Lopreme, I mean, you knocked it out of the park. Do you have any plans to continue this or release anything new? Well, actually, this semester I put it on hold because school spirit tanked. Okay, like yeah. crazy. Because yeah. nobody's doing anything, right? Um, people, half of the people are in quarantine, and the other half of the people aren't even <laughs> aren't even coming yeah. to classes. As a freshman, that's the only thing I know, though. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm a freshman. Yeah. Last year, dude, like, so off the went, went crazy. Everybody was recognizing it. We had like a huge part of school of our school culture was yeah. from basketball games. Yeah, 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 and sporting events. And we had events going on constantly, outdoor events, everything. Yeah. Literally this year, it felt like online school on a campus. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Like school connectivity just tanked. And I would assume that was like that for everywhere. But literally, I, I also can kind of feel the market and stuff like that. And I knew that, especially right now, if I was continuing... I would just be at a loss because nobody's like the, yeah. the, the amount of drive and effort that needed that, that this was driving on pretty much went out the window the moment that COVID happened. Yeah. And I'm glad you're aware of that. You would be at a loss too. Cause I think it's better to, to recognize it, to recognize it than to try and fall on yeah. your face because then there might not be any coming back from it. But if you could kind of like withhold and then come back, I think yeah. it could be fun, especially because next year we're going to see a whole new class of freshmen. You know what I mean? And some upperclassmen is like the nostalgic. <laughs> but yeah, I'll bring you on and we'll definitely do a, uh, yeah. a, a release or something. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Well, are there any more questions about fashion or where does this lead to? Are, uh, uh, do you, are you looking into like any like yeah. particular jobs in fashion? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I'm a Christian studies major mm-hmm. um, in the Barnabas program. And the the goal is to become a pastor. Um, and are you aware of the whole preachers and sneakers debate? Uh-uh. Okay, perfect. Then this is awesome. Oh, so there's this Instagram account called Preachers and Sneakers. And um, what started is just as a joke is that like, Pastors are also really into fashion, especially the like quote unquote celebrity pastors who are mm. around. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Him now, right? Um, but um, these celebrity pastors earn a lot of money and they, because they have like New York Times bestsellers, they go on these big press tours. It's like they make a lot of money. Um, and so they wear expensive shoes. And so what started is kind of a joke is just like, um, oh, this pastor's like, I don't know if it started off as like they're wearing really cool shoes. I'd like to think it started out of that. During this whole theological debate mm-hmm. of should pastors wear $1,000 shoes? And so there are two sides to it where they should absolutely not wear $1,000 shoes because they're asking people to give money to the church and people are accusing them of using the church's money for their shoes, which mm-hmm. I'd like to think is not true. And I think mm-hmm. is not true in most cases. They're usually using their own personal income for this, yeah. um, aside from the church. And so people are like, you're using the church's money to make yourself look good. Um, and so that's that side of it, which is the overwhelming majority. I'd say probably 70% of people yeah. are that way. Um, but the counter argument is that um, a lot of these uh, celebrity pastors are gifted these shoes. Even regular pastors are gifted cool sneakers. Like my youth pastor was, was given a pair of shoes. That's like really cool. Mm -hmm. And so, especially if you know the designer, like let's say Rich Wilkerson Jr. did Kanye's wedding. And so of course he's going to get all of his Yeezy shoes for free. Right. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't he wear them? You know what I mean? Like if a friend gave you a gift um, to wear some shoes, like you would want to wear the shoes. That would be the respectful thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's the case a lot of times. Um, the case that I think, and this is a really unpopular opinion, and this is totally not biblical or anything, but like 
for me, when I see someone wearing cool shoes, I'm like, oh, I want to like hear what they have to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't that so funny? And so like, I think um, for them to wear these like really popular shoes and stuff might get people to listen to what they have to say that wouldn't otherwise, you know, if he's like, if he's wearing the same shoes as me um, and there are shoes that I really like, maybe they'll listen to what they have to say. And that's a very small argument. Yeah, like yeah. that doesn't have any weight to it. There's so many different sides to the whole preachers and sneakers debate, but yeah. they have a they have a whole podcast dedicated to it now. Hmm. Um, an Instagram account probably has a million followers. They're verified. They've got merch. Um, just super popular. Uh, but but, uh, but the podcast and the um, the Instagram are they strongly for or against? Um, they, or, the, or are they specifically just tailored to yeah, the conversation? Yeah, I've never listened. They're, they're all just tailored to the conversation. The account okay. is neutral. Okay. Um, they don't ever say whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. So their thing. clothing brand, it, what does it say? It's their, it says preachers and sneakers on it. It's kind of like a joke, like a low preem okay. kind of like, okay. if you know, you know, yeah. sort of thing. So literally kind of, it's pretty funny it. because it's del- it's like double meaning like the people that are against it will wear it and the people that are for it will wear it yeah i think so i think both sides would that's totally hilarious yeah creating an argument yeah. just to ploy off of both sides and so yeah youth pastors and i mean everyone's in on this argument right now a lot of non-christians are in on the argument as well yeah and i would so, assume so yeah and if you and celebrity pastors um are usually not held in a high light by non-christians mm-hmm. um they're usually not very respected yeah. because they have a lot of money yeah and from people looking in on christianity they're like oh you have to be poor you know jesus had yeah. nothing and yeah, so yeah, yeah it's that whole kind of thing um but yeah preachers and sneakers it's crazy that's hilarious yeah i i think the first thing that came to mind when you had mentioned that um was uh some of the most expensive shoes out there yeah look like people could not tell that they were um, right super expensive right and but <laughs> but but they're more on the classic uh sleek like black mm-hmm. yeah uh shoes yeah like, totally like, like like i'm assuming that the argument is more tailored to like yeezys and 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 and, and more fashionable fashion yeah more like colorful sneakers. more colorful ones that, like that pop that you know yeah, yeah, they're yeah. wearing those yeah. shoes but, um but <laughs> the counter argument yeah. I, I i'm not uh, I, I I don't quite know what my right, right, opinion right. is, but I just think it's hilarious that literally somebody can look at the sixty dollar quote unquote fashion wear yeah. shoes, like the basketball shoes, and be huh. like, oh, that's uh, preachers and sneakers. Meanwhile, yeah. the dude with fourteen thousand uh, dollar black uh, shoes, yeah, like like the shined, shoes, yeah, sure. Uh, like the tr- more traditional looking things that are like super, super expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, meanwhile, those are like uh, way more expensive. And yet nobody will bat an eye. Yeah. It doesn't matter. the. Uh, I guess my whole, my whole thought was like, uh, whether the argument is on the price or the fashion. Yeah. And I think what you're trying to say is that like, they'll the people will only know how expensive the shoe is if they actually like the shoes and were willing to research and they know Uh, what they are you know what i mean like i'm sure a lot of people who are against pastors wearing expensive shoes don't even know the price of the shoe until they look it up like yeah you know blue shoes with white stripe and eventually (laughs) you know find it somehow scroll scroll Uh, scroll. yeah (laughs) they type in expensive yeah and some pastors flaunt their sneakers for sure but i think a lot of them don't I don't know. I like to assume the best of people, I guess. The question of the hour is <laughs> yes. what sneakers would you wear? Right, right. So me, I think this goes back to the original question, what you were saying was, are you looking to do something in fashion? Um, I think that kind of this bringing this back to God is that God created art. God created um, like creative things. You know what I mean? Like we serve mm-hmm. a creative God. Um, and I love art and music and fashion and all these things. Um, that you can express yourself with, but I think they can also point back to God. Like we serve a creative God and his creation is way more intricate and special than we could ever come up with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he gives us creativity, um, you know, things like using photography and dance to serve Jesus. Can you serve Jesus through fashion? I think absolutely. You can serve God in any lane of life that you're in. You can serve God through podcasting. You can serve God through making coffee. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so um, will I ever be in fashion? I think I'll always 
think about fashion and I'll always talk about it and further the conversation. Um, but I don't know that I'll ever have a profession yeah, yeah, yeah. in fashion. I would love to, though, because um, my pastor actually just went to do business, to be a part of the business world, because he said that there need to be more pastors in the business world. You know what I mean? Um, and I think the pastor should be in every aspect of life and not just stay within the church. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um, and so if I ever get the opportunity to do something in fashion, whether that's creating it or um, curating it of some sort, I would love to. Huh. So, yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Totally. Um, yeah, I think I still th- I still am thinking back to like the granola thing. Yeah. <laughs> of like of like that people have coined terms for you that you don't even know. Oh yeah. And I think people are mostly aware of it, but it's like yeah. the like the granola style has been way like has gone way further than that word ever came to, you know, I, yeah, yeah. that word like came on TikTok like a few months ago. Huh. Um so yeah, just that kind of thing. I think that's great. Yeah, there's a million subcategories and it's like, oh, they're wearing that, then they must rock climb, or they're wearing that, they must surf, or, you know, whatever. And, and I think that's so cool, because it's it's like a, it's like sub, it, it, there are things that you've picked up on, and you've known existed. Yeah. Uh, but you, you haven't put the time and effort into uh, actually recognizing that people recognize this easily, mm-hmm. and, that, and that there's actually like... A culture behind actually understanding yeah. why and what type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fashion. At the end of the day, is just a way to express yourself. Yeah. Um. If you would like to, you can express yourself as much or as little, um, through the clothes that you're wearing. And so, you know, if you really want to embrace that rock climber lifestyle, that surfing lifestyle, you wear the clothes that reflect it. That your surfer friends wear. Yeah. Um. That you can wear to the beach that are functional. Um. And all that kind of stuff. And um, I think a big, uh, I wouldn't say stigma, because I don't think it's a negative thing, but something that would kind of impede people from diving into this is um, uh, getting into fashion doesn't have to be expensive. It does not have to be expensive. Absolutely. I mean, fashion, Shia LaBeouf said in his Hot Ones interview in 2019, he said fashion, he said, I'm really into shape when they were talking about his fashion. Um, Mm -hmm. And he talks about, about shape and that changed the way I look at it. Um, and you can be the most fashionable person at school without spending relatively much money at all. I mean, you have the people like H&M and Zara that are pushing out these clothes for really cheap, but you can also find the coolest stuff at thrift stores. And that's the most like eco-friendly, sustainable way to shop is through thrift stores. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say like eco-friendly and sustainable, like I'm not the most eco-friendly sustainable shopper. That's like almost impossible. And I don't think I think about it. Especially now. Yeah. I don't think about it as much as I wish I did. Um, But yeah, everyone talks about, you know, you see those Instagram social justice warrior graphics. It's like how to, you know, shop to, to, respect the earth. And it's always about thrift shops because you're recycling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I got this shirt at a thrift shop and you can find lots of awesome things. Oh yeah. I, I actually really yeah. like thrift shop. Yeah. Um, are you, where are you from? I'm from California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you heard of Buffalo exchange? Yes. I've heard, I, there weren't any in my town. There probably were some in California, but a lot of people have been, I got a really it. cool old school, uh, uh, Seattle Sonics. Oh, the Supersonics are such an awesome team. Yeah. Yeah. If I, Seattle Supersonics, if you're listening, you need to make a comeback right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, but it, it's like an old school jacket. Yeah. They a became bit, a bit the, oversized, but yeah. They became the Oklahoma cool. City Thunder. Yeah. And so I think it's so cool that they're a team that literally doesn't exist anymore. I know. Um, and the basketball culture in Seattle is actually like, Really they're all offended now. Yeah, they're all offended. And so <laughs> if Seattle ever got an NBA team, I would be their number one fan for sure. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. How does that even work? How do you move cities? Yeah, so the owners changed over, and I don't want to say what it was because I'll get it wrong, but, like, basically the the owner of the team 
sold it to another guy uh, in Oklahoma City, and they completely rebranded. And it's this massive process um, to rebrand a team and move it. Like the the Oakland Raiders just became the Las Vegas Raiders, and everything that goes into that. Like they need a place to play. Yeah, like all these sort of things. Like, will the city accept them? Like, what will happen to the old city? Um, the Golden State Warriors just moved from Oakland to San Francisco, and even just moving across the bay has been a huge transition for them. Huh. So yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah. Like that's something that a big portion of people would not recognize. They definitely understand, uh, and they could see it if they were explained or told it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm talking specifically about the fashion yeah. side of everything. Yeah. But like, yeah, that, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. The fact that all of it exists um, right under people's noses. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, you can find a jacket, like an old Carhartt jacket at the thrift store, and it could be, you know, this jacket of this incredible man. You know, like you never yeah. know the stories behind the clothing and stuff. Yeah. And um, I never got clothing passed down to me, but... Uh, I think it would be really cool if you had some sort of piece from your grandfather or something like that. Um, My grandfather's clothes were too big for me, but I had two windbreakers of his that I would wear. And it's just like this really interesting piece of history because he got it at like um, part of the like Jesus movement rallies. And so I'm like, what in the world? Like this is a windbreaker that nobody's going to have. And this has this cool story to it. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, Uh, uh, I've always really loved patches. Okay, yeah. Almost to the point where I don't, I can't put them on anything because I, I just like the patch. Yes. Uh, and so I still don't it's know. It's hard it to, to commit to one yeah. piece to put it and on. And so yeah. uh, same with stickers. But yeah. then I decided I'm just throwing them all on Yeah, here. I have this huge Ziploc bag of stickers that I just am like, I could put it on this fridge, but what if I get rid My of the fridge? My dad does that here? all the time. He yeah. puts it on everything. Yeah, so I just like never know what to put it on because it's like the stuff that I'm going to have for a while is too nice to put stickers on and the yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that I want to put stickers on I might not have for a while. So so the thing with patches, I've I've wanted a leather jacket to, yeah. put, to put patches on. Okay. Um, But my conundrum is I want a, 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 a jacket that has a story, whether it's my story or somebody else's story. I want a jacket with a story. That's so cool. Because the thing is, I... Uh, I guess it's not a, a totally popular opinion, um, especially in fashion and stuff like that. But I don't want to just buy, especially a leather jacket where I'm going to put patches on it because they're going to mean something to me. Yeah. I don't want to just buy something because it's expensive. Right. Um, right. And because I can. Because mm-hmm. at that point, you have thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of options of yeah. something to buy. But it's the fact that I want something that. I'm either going to put a story into. So that's why I really like, um, I'm, I'm not a huge clothes shopper, yeah. but I love shopping for clothes yeah. when it has a story to it. Yeah, totally. Like, especially when I'm somewhere. Like if I'm out of the country or if I'm in another city or with friends, Yeah. that's when I love doing it. So that way when you wear it, you remember and you can recognize and just kind of like, it has like a personal aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's so awesome. You you do know a lot about fashion. I mean, eh. everyone everybody is, know everybody's aware of it. Everyone's aware of it because you get dressed every morning. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> even Mark Zuckerberg. I was literally just about yeah. to say Max. It's so funny. You're going to love this. Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs wore the same thing every day. Yeah. But right oh, yeah. now, the fashion blogs is all about what's called this is another subcategory category, norm core. And Normcore is associated with the gray New Balances, the acid wash jeans, and like a black turtleneck. And it's so funny. You say you, but like some of the biggest tastemakers in fashion, like this is what they're either wearing or inspiring all their stuff off of. Like you're familiar with the term like dad shoe, Mm -hmm. like the rise of chunky sneakers in the past few years. Um, It's so funny. I mean, Reeboks. I'm wearing Reeboks right now, man. Hey. The, I'm wearing the vintage Reebok Club C. And uh, the difference between the Reebok Club C and the vintage one oh, is that dude. the regular ones are all white. Uh-huh. Um, but these ones come in a tan color. And so they're kind of like an off-white shade. Yeah. And so they age better. And mine have coffee stains all over them. And <laughs> just and throw them on the, literally the British flag on the side and stuff. Like yes, that. of course. So patriotic. For, so patriotic. For the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Down with the Brits. Yes. No, so so I'll talk about my outfit right now since yeah. I'm talking about fashion. I'm wearing a Patagonia hat that is tan that I got from Patagonia store in Flagstaff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing a camo Cabela's shirt that I got at a thrift store here that says uh, Cabela's Glendale. Um, I think it says Glendale. It says Arizona. It yeah, says Glendale, Glendale right there. Um, and then I'm wearing the Patagonia uh, nylon baggies, the five-inch inseam shorts. Um, I do have the netting in them. Some people cut them off. I'm wearing Nike white crew socks, which is just like the best sock. You know, sometimes I, I'm hesitant to wear like a Nike swish sock with Reebok shoes, mm-hmm. but um, it's the best sock. It's comfortable. It's white. It goes with everything. I yeah. don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. I, even when you were just ex- ex- describing your shorts, like, yeah, that's so interesting to me because mm-hmm. it's a whole world that I'm not, do- I, I yeah. haven't dove into. So it's like everybody, everybody has fashion. Totally. Everybody has their own fashion. And everyone's very aware of their own fashion. Everybody's very aware of their own pe- fashion. Yeah. But it's not until you become a, a fashion person yeah. that you actually understand how much each piece uh means to you and means to others yeah so like the fact that you even mentioned that some people cut out the netting right i would yeah. have never known that like in yeah. the history of wearing any of my clothes so these baggies shorts go back so so far i mean i'm not quite sure but i would never know yeah. that i mean they've been coming out with these and uh forgive me if i'm wrong but like since the 80s and they haven't changed at all in their design um some people have complained that the waistband has changed a little but um they've got a tied drawstring and i actually use these as my swimsuit for one summer but like where where do you find yeah the forum that says oh we don't <laughs> like the, the yeah. waistband yeah it's because i spend so much time reading fashion blogs and all these instagram pages that talk about you know different pieces and um different people in videos will review it and yeah i put a lot of research into these shorts because they were 50 dollars. Yeah. so it's like 50 dollar athletic shorts i gotta know what i'm getting myself into okay um and they're like this thick canvas material um, they're not like, are you familiar with Lululemon? Yes. Yeah. Everyone wants to compare these to the Lululemon shorts. Um, but it's like comparing apples and oranges. Cause these are like a thick canvas for outdoor. Um, but they're not the perfect short. And the reason why they're not the perfect short is cause the pockets are too deep for me. They go Whoa. all the way down to the bottom. And so when I put my phone in here, I feel like it weighs down my shorts. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's a, a side rant on the shorts. It's somewhere. like almost on like your knees. Yeah. At that but point. they're perfect in the way that they look. I like the way that. They go with anything, and they're a great length. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's cool to me because the fact that you're passionate about it and yeah. the fact that you you notice and you can recognize this. And I'm so detail-oriented when it comes to fashion. I'll, like, look at someone and know everything that they're wearing, and I'll always compliment people um, when they're wearing something that I like. I won't ever lie to them and tell them that I like something they're – wearing if I don't actually like them. For example, mm-hmm. you're wearing Nike Flyknit Freerunners right now. Yeah. And I like those because I have them. And, and I you're not them. even looking at them. Nope. Yeah, I noticed them first thing I walked in. Hey. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but the, I mean, those shoes are great. Great shoes. Um, They're so comfortable. Yeah, so comfortable and functional. Um, but I'll always notice what everyone is wearing. And it's a fantastic way to connect to people. If I'm like, hey, I really like your Jordan 4 Union Guava Ices. And then that already is like a conversation starter. It's like, no way you know what these are. And so if you know what these are, you must know what these are. And we'll like get talking about stuff. So it's like this whole world that you could connect with people. um, And, you know, when someone compliments your outfit, like makes you feel good about yourself. And so I'm a greeter at my church. And so if they're like, you know, as they come into church, I'll be like, hey, I really like your pants. And they're like, thank you so much. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's hilarious. Yeah. So. Do you, do you compliment people often? Yes, I try to because I hate when people think good things about people and then they don't speak up. But I'm like super extroverted. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, if, you walked up to ask if you were on a Yeah, podcast. I'm like a seven on the Enneagram. Uh-huh. So if you know anything about the Enneagram. I, I do a little bit. Yeah, that you can already like know things about me. Um, but like, yeah, I'm not afraid to talk to people. 
Um, and like, even it's like a way to talk to girls too. Like if you're ever nervous to like talk to a girl, you could be like, Hey, I really like your shoes, by the way, or, you know, something like that. <laughs> you have to be extremely specific. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. That you like the shoes better than the girl. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> can, yeah. can I borrow those? Yeah. Like, oh man, she's a really pretty girl, but her shoes are just not doing it for me. <laughs> Yeah. I know everything about you right now, and I know that I don't like it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's because I've spent so many years thinking and looking and, you know, talking about fashion that I'm able to pick out these details. And on a college campus, um, college kids kind of run fashion in a way, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and so it's always cool to see what people are wearing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I hope that you like view people try better outfit. No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it literally doesn't matter. But like when looking at other people's outfits, um, you can like pick out details now that yeah that you wouldn't have seen before. Totally, mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I I definitely will. I, I'll see it at a, in a different light. Yes, yes. Um, I understand what I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I guess I don't recognize it enough to quite understand how that relates to the, to, to things that I'm more specific about. Yeah. Um, probably the closest thing, um, is when it comes to the world of, uh, outdoor. Okay. Uh, so like North face, Patagonia and stuff like that. Are you familiar Um, with Arc'teryx? They're the ones with like the, I hope I'm saying that name right. I've never heard the name said out loud before, but it's the, um, skeleton bird. Right here? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're at REI. They're, you know, just yeah. like North yeah, Face yeah, and Patagonia. Yeah. They're really big as well right now, totally. too. So. Uh, and Cotopaxi. Cotopaxi's big. Yeah. Co- where are you from? Uh, here. You're from here. Yep. From which city? Anthem. Anthem. Which is like North Phoenix. I've recently heard about Anthem. And what would you say people wore? Did people wear all a uh, uniform type of style, like, you know, growing up in like Boulder, Colorado, they would? Or what do you say it was pretty diverse? Um, it's... It's more, um, ah, granted, like, I don't recognize all this No, it's okay. You probably weren't paying attention before. Uh, I don't really pay too much (laughs) attention. It's kind of, uh, there's a big high school there. Mm -hmm. Um, that's pretty much the biggest thing there. Like in, and it's kind of outside of, um, uh, primitive city life type of thing. Um, cause it's literally just past the border of North Phoenix and Phoenix itself landmass wise is huge. Like compared to other cities where there's literally like the city is the city. Yeah. Meanwhile, okay. the city of Phoenix can span over desert. Yeah. Like, like it's huge. Yeah. That's um, kind of how my city was growing up in Fresno. Yeah. And so, like, we're just past the border of Phoenix, which mm-hmm. you don't think that's very far, but considering that we're <laughs> in really Phoenix far. now, yeah. it's like 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, just passing that, um, you come to Anthem, and Anthem, um, I would say, is uh, a little bit more uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say there's a ton of um, diversity. However, the high schoolers definitely bring in the... Um, the more edgy grunge kind of uh okay kind of vibe uh yeah. with their with their uh fashion and stuff like that yeah because uh, it's a public school gotcha. it's a pretty big public school yeah anything can happen at a public school man anything can happen at a yeah. public school and so they they'll they'll wear pretty <laughs> crazy different stuff but for the most part part it's pretty uniform mm-hmm. pretty uh pretty just standard i wouldn't say that it's close to being a fashion icon at all yeah but i'm it might be, you know. What it's I'm the saying? closest thing to um, yeah. the the Steve Jobs okay. version. Oh, yeah, the normcore. The normcore. Right. Bah. My Bad. city is normcore. <laughs> it's so funny that like fashion worked its way around to like standing out to now like fitting in, but like fitting in in the most intri- I don't know. I can't even put yeah. it into words. Um, something I didn't talk about was skate skater style uh-huh. um yeah. which is huge right now oh yeah totally. um you'll see people wearing uh skinny jeans were all the rage for so long uh-huh. um but skaters never really wore skinny jeans because they're not very practical for skating they're not very functional like not very comfortable and so um you'll see a lot of people wearing loose pants right now um and you'll see a lot of people with their pants rolled up um 
like kind of cuffed pants, cuffed loose pants, mm-hmm. um, which is what I've been wearing a lot of, like Dickies and Carhartt. And also workwear is really popular right now too. Yeah. So Dickies and Carhartt are, you know, timeless uh-huh. work brands that yeah, yeah, blue yeah. collar people wear to fix cars and weld objects and stuff. Durable. And, yeah, and now they're streetwear symbols, like staples. And so, huh. oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm passionate about fashion. <laughs> yeah, that's cool that they yeah. can like merge. Yeah, or, the, or that totally. They can ju- they can so adjust. like Dickies is a workwear brand, but they're really good pants for skating because they're durable, and when you fall on them, they're not going to rip, and uh-huh. they're cheap. They're thirty bucks, and so um, I mean Kanye wore Dickies to Met Gala. So, ah, uh, man, I'm trying to remember, but a friend of mine was explaining um, the origin of. I think fisherman cargo pants or something like that. Are I you forget. talking about the ones that zip at the knee? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there's like these cargo pants that I kind of associate with fishermen. And um, yeah, I think that is what they, they are. are like hybrid shorts slash pants. Uh-huh. And, and you so can you can them. like unzip them or unvelcro them or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, what was he saying about the fisherman cargo pants? But he was, but he was expl- explaining that. Um, or, no, I think it was this, the origin of Patagonia. Oh, yeah, totally. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, where literally the guy was just making, uh, I think it was, like, pants. Um, yeah. Uh, durable pants out of, like, a particular canvas or something like that. But they were strictly for uh, mountaineering. Okay, um, gotcha. I can't remember the exact yeah, story. It's okay. But it was just so interesting that, like, it was specifically for functionality, yeah. one very, very specific functionality. Yeah. But then it became so necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's kind of like the whole thing with cargo pants and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like it's something that you didn't realize that you kind of needed. And so it was it was a fashion that came out of strictly functionality. Yeah. And so there a lot of things come through that. But yeah, a lot of over, things start from that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it it definitely started, but then over time it can it can breed and it can blend and it can find these sub sub niches and subcultures yeah uh, and that's so cool so you're wearing a three-quarter length tee right now that's yeah. vans um and it's like the baseball tee like you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about yeah and so my question is like where does the baseball tee come from like you see you go to dick sporting goods um sports authority doesn't exist anymore i don't think but you would see just like no brand baseball tees yeah that wear white and then just like your shirt the sleeves were like red or blue and they came right down here to the elbow so like i don't know where the baseball tee comes from i don't know anything about baseball culture but why is it baseball specific yeah why is it called the baseball tee why is it that length you know i remember i had a shirt like that in junior high and i was like it isn't a long sleeve it isn't a short sleeve it's like in between that's so different and cool (laughs) but you know yeah but it came out of nowhere and you want to know why yeah well, I think it's never something I've really thought about before. Um, but yeah. Now you're wondering. But now I'm wondering. See? And I'm sure there's a very yeah. easy answer to, mm-hmm. to come across. But yeah. And you're wearing North Face sweatpants. Yeah. 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 Probably like pretty these. expensive, right? I don't know. I did not buy these ones. Oh, really? Whoopsies. You stole them. I you stole them off a guy. You said, give me I your pants. I knew a guy. And, <laughs> and I don't know him anymore. You knew a guy and you read no, his I'm closet. Just <laughs> um, these were gifted to me by my parents. Oh, thank you, parents. Thank you, parents. Yeah. Well, those are really nice pants. I actually lost these for a little bit. And then I found them again and I was so happy. Yeah. Totally um, rivals the the Lululemon sweatpants, which yep. are like 150 bucks. So Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, we could go on forever. It I don't know how long how forever. long we've been talking for. Do you know? Uh, I think we started just at, about an hour. Just about an hour. Well, we should probably come to a conclusion. Yep, that's, there, oh, I'm, that suppo- I'm supposed to say that we're coming. You're coming supposed to, to come to a conclusion. Yeah. I'm, I, okay. Yeah. Wow. Would you look at that? I think we should start <laughs> wrapping up now. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Because this isn't. Because this is your first podcast. You're not supposed to know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I've listened to too many. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right. Well, how was that for your first podcast, dude? That was awesome. I really hope I can get on more podcasts and maybe even start a podcast of my own. Hey, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you after this about the tech and all the time it takes to do this. But yeah, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank um, you for whole, walking it, up and uh, yeah, asking. This whole experience was magical. I mean, I, I 
I asked him and he was in the middle of doing one. And so I DM'd him and he was like, um, I'm going to leave the GCBC, which is where we're at right now at 11. And I was like, I'm, you know, I'm busy tonight. And I was like, no, this might be the only opportunity I get to be on a podcast. Yeah. And so I, I chased down the whale and made it. And one hour later and it's not a fast moving yeah. whale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm coming back whale. That's hilarious. Well, if you're in the area, feel free to talk to him because he's so nice. If you see big podcast microphones, ask what's up. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. 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 I will deny them if they say they know Logan. Yes. Take their pants, oh, right? <laughs> hey, hey, come back. <laughs> yes. Uh, can I be in your podcast? Uh, for a fee. For a fee. Yes. What's Wait. that fee? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give me a pants. Give me your pants. Yeah. And that's the title of this podcast. Give me your, your pants. pants. Nice. Let's go for it. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for being on here. Yeah. Um, for all those out there, uh, recognize fashion. Yeah. It's a lot more fun than you'd expect. I'll send this to all my fashion friends. I so. am excited. <laughs> um, if you have anything, anything else that you would like to uh, talk about or spe- specifically go on, we can do that another time. We should do that another time another because time, another I can time. go on for a long as time. You deep, <laughs> as you did a deep inhale, I was like, oh, I'm going to yeah. catch it right here. Yes. Um, so we'll definitely do this, do this again sometime, hopefully. Awesome. Sounds good. I think we should end it with a solid high five. All right, here we go. And it echoed because there's no music playing, which is like a first in like a long time. Awesome. Was that it? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs)